Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is it. This is it. You've got one night left. One night left with me, but more importantly, you've got one night left to guess the number of green, red, and brown M&Ms in our Christmas mason jar. That's it. We told you we'd give you a week. Oh, gosh. I feel bad for producer Jay. He's got thousands of answers to get through. And he agreed that was his job, that I would put the jar together and count out all of the green and red and a few brown M&Ms for texture. But the rest, well, that's on Jay. But he gets to eat them if he wants to. That's the that's the perk, Jay. After counting them at least two times, probably three times. Yeah, I I just requested that you double check your work. That's it. Two times if you get the same number. That's my general rule as an accountant. Two times if you get the same number, you don't have to do it again. If you get a different number, well, you better write down the two numbers because when you count them a third time, you need to know which one was right. That's, yeah. That seems fair. Any number that you get twice, I'm good with. But this is for after-hours swag, so... This is a big deal. You gotta. Yeah. How many times do you think we can play my favorite Christmas song tonight? That's a that's a legit question. Serious question. It will make me feel better. It won't make me sound better, though. Oh, actually, it might. There's if you one. get a soundtrack underneath my voice, maybe it will make me sound better. Just keep it rolling the whole time. Nah, I would actually get tired of it if we did that. But we will play it a couple of times. Yes, yes, yes. Hippos are not vegetarians, though. Don't believe what her teacher said. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, I know I sound like a man. No need to inform me on social media. We are live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Do you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. Man, the fallout from week 15 in the NFL. Can I tell you a crazy stat? A fact. You know what we call those here on the show? Nerd alerts. You're not going to believe this one. Well, maybe you will. Maybe you were keeping score at home. I wasn't. And so when I heard this information on Westwood One with Kevin Harlan and Ross Tucker tonight, actually filling in for Kurt Warner, the broadcast of Monday Night Football, when the game was over, this is how they started their post game. The 12-point spread between the Rams and the Packers in Green Bay. 12-point spread. Packers won 24-12. Is the largest margin of victory of any game in Week 15. Can you believe that? 
No other game was separated by more than 12 points. Winner versus loser. That is so par for the course with the NFL. But that, to me, is the definition of NFL insanity. If you missed it at the end of our last show, well, we were spending a few minutes with Jeremy White from our Buffalo affiliate, but we saved some time at the end of the hour right before I tagged out, and you heard the boom. That's that's all the energy I have right now, sorry. Right before you heard the boom, we had a montage of some of the wild, wacky, and weird finishes in the NFL, the games that went down to the wire and we're still hanging in the balance at the very end. We'll probably have to bring that back just so we can whet your appetite for what's to come. Final three weeks of the NFL regular season. Seriously, say it out loud. Final three weeks of the regular season. I I don't even know how to wrap my brain around it. And my brain's a little fuzzy right now. So like I said, I already know. I know I sound funny. Uh, I look funny, though you're not going to get any photos. Uh, Actually, I lied. Producer Jay and I have been procrastinating, mostly because of my schedule and because we've just had a pretty hectic and chaotic couple of weeks. And so I haven't had, we haven't had the opportunity to get our stuff together uh, and record your holiday video. This is the last night, though, that we're working together until the new year. Wow. How is that real? It's true, though. Jay and I are going to be separated for weeks. I mean, it'll be good for him. (laughs) It's a long time. He says with a giant smile on his face. And don't even try to lie. You totally are smiling. Oh, my gosh. Stop grinning. It's not funny. You could at least turn your head away so I don't see how largely you're grinning. No grins. Uh, I'll be devastated. uh, It's going to be such a long time. You know I think you're a smartass, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jay said that's a long time and his entire face lit up with a smile ouch I don't know maybe I'll make him record the Christmas video himself no one wants that I was only laughing I smirked because you said it'd be good for me that's it will be reason. good for you don't you think <laughs> no no I mean you know it's, what it's it too is, late I Jay suppose. it's too late there's no room for a kick save and a beauty I there's saw that room. smile spread violently across your face. That was unrelated. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you guys hear him lying to me? He once told me I could trust him. He would never lie to me. I, I feel like that's been out. That's been thrown out the window. I, I don't think so. I need a hippopotamus in the control Another room one? to stomp you. <laughs> Almost 500 people a year. I, seriously. I'd be careful if I were you. My hippopotamus may think that you have turned on me. Oh, dear. That's my nose. Sorry. I just, I have a wicked stuffy nose. It's a, like I said, I sound like a man, like a lounge singer man. I think you gave me one. I gave you one what? No. Okay. Are you really going to put that on national radio that I gave you the stuffy nose? Jay, tell the truth. For once in your life, tell the truth. But mine went away. Okay. But you had. Yes. You had a cold. It retreated. It retreated, but how do you know it didn't retreat into me? Uh, but maybe why am I feeling it again then? It's not the same one. It was went dormant, and now it's active again. It's sympathy pains. Maybe. Sympathy sniffles. <laughs> just, just want to be clear. Jay had the cold first, 
And then I drove 1,100 miles in not even four days. My immunity was down. And look, the cold was lurking, just waiting to attack. It knew. It knew. It knew when I was run down. Apology accepted. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Wow. I mean, I actually think it's going to be good for me not to see producer Jay for two weeks. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio and producer Jay. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Do you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. So you can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. You guys, the coolest thing happened at Lambeau Field on Monday night. And... No, I was not there, and no, I had no idea until a few people tweeted at me. You're going to have to check it out on my Twitter. I'm not telling you. Go look at it. This is super cool. And my thanks to a listener slash follower who sent me the info and the photo, actually. So check it out. When I first got the tweets, I thought it was a joke. I thought accidentally someone thought they saw me in the stands No, I could not get to Green Bay that quickly after my 1,100-mile trek over the weekend. So check it out on Twitter, A-Law Radio, and then also I'll put it up on our Facebook page, I promise. And if you're wondering why I was wearing the article of clothing that I was wearing, well, you're going to have to also look on Twitter, too. And as I say, uh, put it up on Facebook once Producer Jay agrees to help me. Sometimes I have to bribe him with Sour Patch Kids. And Sour Patch Adults. Week 15 was the Frozen Tundra capper at Green Bay. And no, I was not there, but I do love football in the snow. So Buffalo, Green Bay, sometimes Pittsburgh, New York, now and then. This is right up my alley. I've told my friend Leroy Butler, Hall of Famer Leroy Butler, how much I want to go to a game at Lambeau in the snow but I was there week two this year, so it, it wasn't snowy. Here's the advantage that the Packers have, especially their core group of veterans. They understand what you have to do to win football games in the cold when it's 17 degrees, and that's without the wind chill, when body parts don't warm up as quickly, nor do they stay warm, when it's harder to tackle because it hurts (laughs) when it's harder to throw the ball, to grip the ball because it's frozen, and when it's certainly harder to catch the ball. The idea is to run, run, run. And the Packers know that well. And I'm certain that the Rams knew it was coming, but they were unable to slow down Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Football just inside the eight-yard line of Los Angeles. Rogers shotgun. Dylan to his right. And he takes hands off to A.J. Dillon. Rusting his way inside the five to the goal line. And he piles into the north end zone. A.J. Dillon on an eight-yard touchdown blast. Rodgers under center, Dillon the lone back, Lazard motions inside, and here's the handoff, Dillon follows Lazard, right side, to the end zone, touchdown! Touchdown, A.J. Dillon and the Green Bay Packers. It is 16-6. A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, who later caught a short touchdown pass and 
bull rushed, bum rushed, just rushed his way into the end zone. 138 yards for the team, which leads to a huge advantage with the time of possession. The Packers possessed the ball nearly 15 more minutes than did the Rams. Now, it certainly didn't help the Rams cause that they weren't extending possessions. This was not the Baker Mayfield who engineered a 97-yard drive and shocked the world by throwing a touchdown pass for the Rams last week on Monday Night Football. Was it Monday Night Football? Shoot, Thursday Night Football? I forgot. Thursday Night Football, that's right. We haven't seen him in over a week. But he was the flavor of the week, to be sure. Hello. I think he was the NFC Offensive Player of the Week, actually, for those two touchdown passes and winning drives in the fourth quarter last Thursday. Remember, he had what Sean McVay called 10 minutes to get to know the offense. Well, the Packers have the advantage. And then think about it. If you're Baker Mayfield, if you're his makeshift offensive line, if you're the receivers, the running backs, who are sitting on the sidelines or standing on the sidelines getting cold, it's hard to get out there on the field, warm up quickly, and find a rhythm. So it did not happen until the third quarter. Shotgun snap, drops back five, guns a line drive, end zone, leaping catch, chest high, touchdown, Higby the tight end, in the middle of the end zone, in a thicket of Green Bay defenders. And the Rams get an eight-yard touchdown pass, From quarterback Baker Mayfield to the tight end, Tyler Higby, And the lead is closed just a bit with 22 seconds to play late in the third, 24 to 12. That's our friend Kevin Harlan on Westwood One. Yes, there was a touchdown in the third quarter, and ultimately it looked a little closer on paper. And actually, it was the largest spread between winner and loser of any game in Week 15. But it was a matter of the Rams not being able to consistently move the ball. And so the Packers defense, also used to this cold, understands the advantage that they have. They're able to record five sacks and really made life miserable for Baker and his offense. Mayfield looks it over, under center, stack to the right, in motion off that stack, Atwell to the left. Mayfield play action, deep drop, steps up, hit by Smith. And covered up back outside the 45-yard line. Preston Smith again! Five sacks, nine hits, one takeaway, and only 156 total yards allowed. This was a bit of a masterpiece for the Packers' defense. Exactly what they needed. Not to mention the ball control, the run game. Wayne Larravee on Packers Radio sealing the deal. As Green Bay not only beats the Rams, but keeps their slim playoff hopes alive. And in addition, they eliminate the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, from playoff contention with three games to go. I'll have to look it up, but I think this is the earliest that any team has been, any defending champion has been eliminated from playoff contention other than the 1999 Broncos, which were in the wake of John Elway's retirement after they'd won back-to-back Super Bowls. Not exactly how Sean McVay drew it up or what he imagined when he decided to sign an extension and return to the Rams.
I think it's hard to say that you could. You know, you certainly can't, but but this is the reality that we're in, and uh, this is where we're at. There's a lot of things that when you look at it, uh, especially when you get a chance to step back after the season's over, right, how do we try to avoid some of these things? My job is to focus on let's finish up the season um, you know, with the right competitive spirit, with the mindset and mentality that's reflective of who those guys are in the locker room and who those coaches are, and, and that's what we'll do. But uh, there's been a lot of uh, things that I've kind of thought about you know, that I think you, you can make sense of why you've gotten here, uh, but it still uh, doesn't make it any easier, and it's a very humbling season for sure. I didn't expect, you know, this to happen, but, you know, it did. And uh, the biggest thing is just um, fighting, having some pride. Uh, there's still games left. And, um, you know, still playing at a high level regardless of the situation. Yeah, it's true. And there are jobs on the line as well. As much as this stings, that Super Bowl ring does go a long way. They have that. No one can take it away. And there are athletes who are fighting for jobs. And if you think about the number of injuries the Rams have had this season, and really every team that's had injuries and having to deal with them, that means you're seeing second stringers, third stringers. Those guys are playing hard. They're working hard to be able to either hook on with this team or another team come the offseason or the preseason when we know it's a bit of Russian roulette all over the place. So the Packers keep their playoff hopes alive. What's been different? What's working over this recent stretch, Aaron Rodgers? You win a game, vibes are pretty good, and uh, we've just been practicing a little bit better. Energy's been a little bit better. It's hard to put uh, your finger on it. Um, We played a couple teams we should have beat. So that being said, it's still tough to win in the league. And I've, I said it earlier, I think we can beat anybody. We can also lose to anybody. Um, but when you win a couple in a row, it starts to give you some confidence. Now we're playing against some better football teams down the stretch that, uh, that we can go to Miami and win. That's on Christmas Day. Oh, that was a, a froggy, like a croaking voice. I, I can't apologize. It's just who I am. <laughs> uh, so, yes, the Dolphins coming up on Christmas Day. In Miami. So if you can run the ball, great. But it won't be the only thing that they can do in the warmer weather. Then they've got the Vikings and the Lions. So three teams who all have playoff aspirations, or in the case of Minnesota, have already clinched their division. And you may remember what happened the first time they played the Vikings. That was at Minneapolis. It was brutal. They lost 23-7. to Now they rebounded and won three games in a row after that. But then they followed it up by losing five consecutive games. So it's been hit or miss. They need a lot of help. They can't do this on their own. They're looking up at the Detroit Lions. Oh, when was the last time we said that? Looking up at the Detroit Lions in the division. But not just that. They're looking up at all of the other teams in the NFC who are 500 or just above and are hoping to squeeze in for a playoff spot. So right now you got the Packers at 6 and 8, which incidentally is the same record as the Buccaneers. Man, their paths have been tied all year. So the Buccaneers and the Packers both at 6 and 8, but ahead of them, the Seahawks and the Lions at 7 and 7 who are hoping 
one of the teams in the NFC East slips. And that may happen, of course, because you've got these teams playing each other. Week 15 in the books. I like cold. Just not right now. I'm wearing my coat. I'm wearing a vest. If I get any colder, I'm going to put my hat on. (laughs) But don't you worry. Come hell or high water, I'm donning an ugly Christmas sweater that Jay gave me. And we are recording a video. I may not say anything. I told Jay he's going to have to manage all the holiday greetings so that no one's making fun of me. Whatever. It's totally fine if you make fun of me. But he may have to take the lead on our Christmas video and our Hanukkah video. Are you prepared for that, Jay? No. but It's the last thing you have to do before you don't have to see me for two weeks. See? Look at you smile again. It's this is just wrong. I just I don't see even what know. Happens. I don't even know what to do about this. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. I'll put a couple photos up on Facebook, but uh, you can check out my Twitter in the meantime, A Law Radio. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listening to the After Hours Podcast. Packers second down and goal, shotgun snap and a quick sideways throw. Caught at the 10-yard line, got a block at the 5, into the end zone, dropped as he crossed, but he got into the end zone. That is a catch and run for a touchdown, and it was Aaron Jones, the running back, who got it. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Heavy dose of A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones on the ground. And then Aaron Rodgers, one passing touchdown coming to his reliable running back. Jones, as you hear with Kevin Harlan on Westwood One. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We don't have to put the Packers into our Monday mortification poll or make an addendum. Nope. The Packers took care of their business against the Rams. They won back-to-back games. And while they need a bunch of help, to get into the playoffs, at least they're still talking about playoffs with three very tough weeks ahead of them. If you haven't yet voted in our poll, we were asking you which teams and which fan bases woke up mortified, miserable, 
morose, moody, melancholy, all the M's on Monday. Manic. You know how much I love Manic Mondays. So check that out. I retweeted it not that long ago. A-Law Radio. And then also on our Facebook page. Oh, my gosh. Hundreds and hundreds of you weighing in, which is great. We appreciate that. There were some pretty mortifying moments in the NFL on Sunday. Well, Saturday as well. One of those unlikely comebacks, the Jaguars at home against the Cowboys in overtime. It was a Rayshon Jenkins pick six that did the trick. But even before that, the Jaguars had to rally from 17 points down and then again when they were trailing with 90 seconds remaining. We decided on Monday morning when we got off the air, we need to talk Jags football. And so to that end, we will welcome J.P. Shadrick, who's a senior reporter and insider with the Jaguars and their radio network. He's great. He always shows up when we ask. He loves to talk about the Jags. Uh, You'll hear him over Christmas weekend on Westwood One as well calling college football. So you can vote. You can find... Our Christmas mason jar with your last few hours left to guess the number of M&Ms in the jar. And if you haven't seen that, it's also on Twitter. It's, it's pinned to the top of our show account, After Hours CBS, and then on our Facebook page. One big weapon that the Packers saw have a great game and maybe aren't realizing his potential is Keyshawn Nixon. As much as special teams often get the shaft or don't get as much attention, there was a 52-yard run back for the Packers in the fourth quarter on a kickoff, and, and Nixon was able to take it half the field. So three returns, three kickoff returns for 95 yards, a couple of punt returns for 36 yards, And it was kind of cool to hear both Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur singing his praises. In all my 18 years, I've never once until tonight seen an opposing team's kicker kick away from one of our returners on purpose. That's fun. That's pretty incredible. Keyshawn definitely been a difference maker for us, and I think that was pretty evident tonight. having multiple big plays on those returns. And he plays with, again, another guy that plays with the right mentality. It it just, he's going to go for it each and every time. And he's he's fearless. It's a good quality to have running around like your hair's on fire. Although, of course, it's easier when you've got something to play for. And the Packers do. Not what they anticipated after, what was it, three straight NFC North titles, but definitely three straight years of 13 wins, 13 or more wins. They are one of four teams in the NFL that has reached the postseason each of the last three years. The Titans streak is in jeopardy. The Packers streak is in jeopardy. That would leave us with Chiefs and Bills as the only two teams who have made the playoffs each of the last four years. And obviously that matters, right? It matters because it gives you something to play for. 
even if it's a long shot. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) And we've been saying all along that what's most reliable for the Packers offense, and it's not as though Aaron Rodgers can't throw the football, but there's been a disconnect with his receivers. You've had a few of them on and off the field, like his favorite, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. He's been relying on rookies. Christian Watson has definitely come on late in the season, as has Romeo Dobbs. But it took a while. It took a little time. Since the very beginning, and it was inexplicable at times why the Packers would get away from running the football. This has been the formula. And Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, they know it. They accept the challenge. Huge, uh, you know, we were able to run the ball, get that established, and we giving each other breathers but still keeping it going uh, is a huge part of it, you know, and that's something that we look to look to do, be the spark on, on the offense. It's just steady. I heard him on Westwood One uh, with Kevin Harlan and Ross Tucker say the defense feels it differently when they try to hit in the colds. <laughs> with a full head of steam, with momentum, it packs a different wallop when a defender tries to tackle you. <laughs> Pretty nice. <laughs> Pretty brisk. Pretty nice. I have to say this is because Rodgers did compliment his young receivers, and we'll hear from him a little bit later on about Dobbs and Watson. But Watson had a rookie moment, a rookie mistake late in the game when the Packers were up close and trying to to get a touchdown would have sealed the game. And instead of Watson turning around to catch the ball, he doesn't even realize the ball's coming to him. So Aaron makes a motion. He slides his right or his right hand down his left arm to indicate that the play is going left, to indicate that they're going to throw it that direction. And Watson never sees it. Not only does he not turn around, he doesn't even realize that the ball is coming to him. This is exactly two minutes to go on the Rams' four-yard line. It's a third and two. Now, they went for it on fourth and two, and they were able to pick up the first down, they ultimately chose not to get into the end zone. But yeah, do you remember how the season started for Christian Watson? First pass play of the Packers campaign. Deep ball right through his hands. It was perfect. Maybe that's what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so then Aaron, while he was complimenting his young receivers and the progress that they've made, he also told ESPN that Hey, there's one way to ensure that you catch touchdowns. You want to catch touchdowns, you run the right routes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it seems fairly simple. I could be wrong. So, yes, Packers beat the Rams 24-12. Largest spread of any game this weekend. That's insane, but it's true. No other game was separated by more than 12 points. We told you it was relative insanity. Insane in the membrane. All right, top of the hour, we'll talk Jaguars football. Coming up, Damian Lillard with a career milestone and Donovan Mitchell faces his former team. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Gets it to Dame. Dame slips, drives, goes up and under, around, breaks it in! Ties the game with 3.2 seconds left, and the Thunder will use their last timeout as they have one final chance. That's a bad man, that Damian Lillard. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. That is how Damian Lillard tied Clyde Drexler to become the franchise's all-time leading scorer. That was Monday night against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Drexler, of course, is a Hall of Famer, so this is a big deal. And I've always loved about Dame that he desires to stay in Portland. He's had opportunities to leave. He loves the area. He loves the team, and he wants to win in Portland. And they've come close. It's been frustrating um, to the point where the team has shipped away some of his longtime teammates or pieces that he hoped would help them get to the promised land. But they've never quite made it over the hump. So that three-pointer is a deep three-pointer in the third quarter. He later broke the mark on a free throw with 90 seconds to go in that period. And so maybe at some point we can get that free throw. I'm certain that on Blazers radio, they made a big deal of it. And we're trying to find Damian Lillard reaction, but can't find it anywhere, at least at this point. Oklahoma City ends up Winning the game, it was dramatic. Well, what isn't dramatic in sports these days? Um, So they didn't get the win. But generally, what you hear from Dame is reaction regardless of result. Hart, Winslow, Lillard, and Grant defend along with Eubank. J-Dub giving the ball. Left baseline to Shea. Quick swivels. Rises, fires, 15 foot shot. the buzzer! So the Oklahoma City Thunder get the best of the Blazers, but it's a milestone for Damian Lillard as he becomes the all-time leading scorer in Portland franchise history. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Glad to have you with us. We had a couple of tight games uh, in the Eastern Conference, specifically Philadelphia and Toronto, and this one required extra time. Eight seconds to go. Siakam drive, lay it up and in. Tie game at 99. Pascal scoops it up and in. Give Pascal 38 and tie the game with 5.1 seconds to go. Six seconds to go in overtime. Siakam with a dribble. Melton has him. He fires for the tie. It's up. No good. Ball comes down. Buzzer sounds. Sixers win in overtime. And Embiid is fired up. The Sixers hold off the Raptors. They've won five in a row. First, the Raptors radio network, and then Tom McGinnis on Sixers radio. Yes, this one is a fight to the finish. And let me just tell you, it was a barn burner in overtime. A total of seven points scored because that Siakam miss at the end allowed the Sixers to keep this win just by three points, 104-101. Again, how about that? Points hard to come by. You have an extra period, and still the two teams barely get over 
100 points. Not the kind of game that the NBA is looking for. (laughs) They like points. They like a lot of points. One more NBA highlight that's worth passing along. Donovan Mitchell facing his former team, his only team until this year. Uh, The Cleveland Cavaliers hosting the Utah Jazz. Four on the clock. Mitchell, two on the clock. Into the lane. Crow steps to the basket. Laid it in as the shot clock went off. Donovan Mitchell with some holiday moves right there. It was good, man. You know, like I said this, this morning, man, it's, it's it's always good to play against you guys and have fun. Um, you know, I think the, the bigger game will probably be when we go back back out there. But as a whole, for a group, as a team, we played really well. We did a lot of really good things collectively. Obviously, we shot the ball really well. 23 points for Donovan Mitchell. And he didn't play a lot of minutes, only 23. This is a game that was well in hand. A lot of bench time, including Karis LeVert with 31 points off the pine. If you haven't seen the comments or heard the comments from Donovan Mitchell about Salt Lake City and about why it was exhausting and why it weared on him, uh, he did a podcast. I'm I'm sorry, I don't know the podcast off the top of my head. I will look for it, um, and then I will pass it along. But he did a podcast in which he talked about the fact that the racism in Salt Lake City was draining on him, and he felt like, even though he was himself treated like a star, he could see the racism elsewhere in Salt Lake. And it was something that weighed on him heavily, seeing kids, the subject of bullying or racism. He tells the story of how he was stopped by a cop and he felt like the cop was giving him attitude until he pulled out his ID and the police officer saw who he was and then all of a sudden started treating him better. Now that's Donovan's version, right? We're, I want to be fair. We're, we're don't, not talking to the police officer here, but that's his version of what happened and his version is, is valid. Certainly it left an impression on him. I'll read you this quote. Again, this is from the podcast. Let me see. And scapes marks with Mark Spears. Uh, Mark Spears is a longtime NBA insider. We've had him on the show before. He said to Mark, that incident forever made me wonder what happens to the young black kid in Utah that doesn't have the power to just be like, this is who I am. And that was one of the things for me that I took to heart. And it's not like it's only Salt Lake City. We know that racism, discrimination, prejudice, they exist everywhere. But he said, at least to this point, that he feels more comfortable in Cleveland. So if you want to hear what Donovan had to say, you can find that podcast. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, they will eventually make that return trip to Utah. And I'm sure he will get rousing ovations and a tribute video. And I still have no idea why Danny Ainge thought it was a good idea to trade him. But if it's a better fit for Donovan, then that's great. You can find me on Twitter, A Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I haven't even had a chance to log into Facebook yet, but Jay has posted a couple of photos that I sent him. So these are not only a photo of one of the best gifts that I received in. 
2022. But also a big surprise. (laughs) I had no idea. I put it out there on Twitter and somehow it made its way to the Jumbotron at Lambeau Field. And a couple of people called my attention to it. One listener even sent the photo, which is really cool. So thank you for that. We might have to rearrange the photos there, Jay. (laughs) We have a baby up there, but we don't have me. (laughs) I'm looking at Facebook. I don't see me. I just see the baby. (laughs) I'm not the baby. The baby is not me. So maybe we maybe we can rearrange or add another photo. <laughs> I opened it up on Facebook and okay, well there's the jersey from Leroy Butler and it's signed. I gave you the back so that you can see you can see the signature. See, why does it show me that it would look different in the preview than when you post it it crops it out. I, I have to crop know. it in order to I don't know. I see now, yeah. Maybe we Add another photo at the bottom, or I'm not really sure. (laughs) Uh, Maybe we post that one first, and we do it top and bottom. Somehow, there's got to be a way to actually put me in the photo. (laughs) I I think it'll be the same, unless maybe we get a nice landscape view of Lambo. Or we just post that one. That's that's fine, Um, because that's the that's the cool surprise. But the the jersey, and I had shown you that jersey. And had worn that jersey for you on our, modeled it for you, on our YouTube channel. So if you haven't seen it, uh, the whole thing is is on our YouTube channel. And like I say, it was a very thoughtful gift from Hall of Famer Leroy Butler, who's become a friend while I was there in Wisconsin in week two. So September, I was there. I was there to visit family, and I was there to visit my grandmother's old town and to visit her gravesite and decided that I would go to a game while I was there just to kind of get some work done and and fill the time and be distracted. Um, It was so neat to be able to meet him in person. He couldn't have been more generous and thoughtful and right away said to me, I'm going to send you a signed jersey. (laughs) I did not ask for it, obviously. That's, That's not what I do. I do not have any jerseys that are authentic until this one. I have one jersey that my family gave me when I was a kid, a John Elway jersey, but it's not a game worn jersey or hall of fame jersey or anything like that um it was a it was a gift from them and so that one stays in my closet every now and then i trot it out uh because i've been a broncos fan since i was a kid since i was a teenager Uh, but this one actually came from Leroy, so it's special and i had been waiting and waiting for an opportunity to show it on social and then because they were playing tonight it's christmas and lots of talk about gifts and but also the the art of giving the act of giving and and how that can make you feel as well as uh, the people that are the object of your gifts. I thought it would be a good time to share it. So we'll figure that out. Uh, maybe we do multiple posts. I don't know. But I want to make sure you can see you can see the uh, Jumbotron because that was a total surprise. So our Facebook page is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Also on our Facebook and our Twitter accounts, After Hours CBS, you can take the last couple hours to contemplate your guests. The number of M&Ms in the Christmas mason jar. And so we've given you until the end of show this morning. So essentially three more hours. We've given you until the end of show. And you can register your guests. And then producer Jay is going to count them. And the winners, the top three, I, I hope somebody nails it, is right on it. The top three closest guesses win after hours swag. 
And if you haven't seen the swag, there's also a video on our YouTube channel. So make sure you check out YouTube as well. Lots of goodies there after hours with Amy Lawrence. On Twitter, too, you can vote for Mortification Monday. There's plenty of mortification for the New England Patriots. How many people I heard from over the last 24 hours about the Pats, about how this was Bill Belichick's fault. (laughs) Oh, yes. Because Bill Belichick definitely told them to lateral. That sounds just like Bill. Nah. Jacoby Myers and Ramondre Stevenson said this was on them. We're going to talk Jags next. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 